Welcome back, everyone. Today, we're going to be sharing light on why people are exiting the real private sector workforce during the Great Resignation. So why is there an exodus from the real private sector workforce amid the Great Resignation? Why are people pivoting out of the real private sector workforce amid the Great Resignation? Why are people deterred from working real private sector jobs based on voluntary demand? Well, Unfortunately, lamentably, real private sector jobs based on voluntary demand are often dead end, highly time consuming, minimum wage, dispiriting, unfulfilling, undesirable, harrowing, distressful, brutally wretched, inevitably agonizing jobs that did not pay anywhere close to even one fourth of a subsistence wage. Real private sector jobs based on voluntary demand do not provide you with any basis for having a future. It is precarious employment, to say the least. The jobs do not pay anywhere close to a liberal wage if you work a real private sector job based on voluntary demand. Just to give you some perspective, they um, value two hours of the assistant manager's time to be commensurate to one second of the CEO's time. That's a disparity in pay between the CEO and the assistant managers based on their pay grades, the shareholders value the CEO's time to be worth at least 743,000% more than the assistant manager's time. If an assistant manager were to work for 104,000 hours for 50 consecutive years over the course of half of a century or 50 years or five decades, after five decades elapsed, they were still gross less revenue than the CEO grossed in 15 hours, that is a disparity in wealth, is almost unfathomable. If the CEO goes to the bathroom for 15 minutes or 900 seconds, he can gross nearly $20,000. That's how much revenue he's generating. He's generating at least 10 to $22 per second. And if anything, the pay disparity between the CEO and the employees is slated to amplify in the, penning, in the penning future, especially as more robust artificial intelligences, algorithms, and automated processes are ushered in to the workforce to displace human laborers. Companies want to be able to minimize their labor costs. They view their employees as exploitable, expendable capital livestock that is harvested for profiteering purposes. Unfortunately, they do not give an iota about the well-being of their employees. It's not, they do not deem it to be conducive to maximizing their profits nor maximizing the wealth of their shareholders, even though the employees are the backbone behind their success. An employer will never pay an employee who works a real private sector job based on voluntary demand a liberal wage because interests between the employee and the employer are unaligned. The employer always wants to be able to pay their employee the absolute minimum amount of revenue for the absolute maximum amount of hours worked, whereas the employee wants to be able to receive the absolute maximum amount of revenue for the minimum amount of hours worked. So their interests are diametrically opposed to one another. They're completely unaligned with one another. 
in every facet. A liberal wage would be an average net wage of at least $122 per hour. At $122 per hour, if you were to work full-time for 2,080 hours per year or 41,600 hours over the course of 20 years after 20 years elapsed, you would have at least $3,600,000 invested in the equities market and stocks that bear 2% dividend yields, which would afford you with $6,000 per month or $72,000 annually in dividend payouts post 20 years elapsing. So that provides you as a basis for a future if you, do, if you were to receive at least $122 per hour over the course of working full-time for 20 years and be able to save and subsequently invest at least $3,600,000 in the equities market and stocks that bear dividend yields of at least 2%. To maintain a mediocre standard of living, you would presumably need to receive at least $6,000 per month, especially with the cost of living perpetually amplifying to an unprecedented height. Unemployment rate is slated to amplify to an unprecedented height post the Great Resignation elapsing. As this juncture, it hovers anywhere from 90 to 95% with such an infinitesimal amount of the population working rear private sector jobs based on voluntary demand. However, in the pending future, it will more than likely further amplify so that the unemployment rate will be 97 to 98% post the great resignation elapsing with even fewer people part of the population working rear private sector jobs based on voluntary demand. People are exiting the rear private sector workforce during the, re- during the Great Resignation so that they could become welfare aristocrats. People are deterred People are deterred from working real prosecutor jobs based on voluntary demand, especially because you're penalized if you work a real prosecutor job based on voluntary demand. You're eviscerated out of your hard-earned money and it's remitted, it's transferred to welfare aristocrats. Welfare aristocrats indulge in experiencing the accoutrements of the high life. They have unlimited money in tandem with unlimited benefits for refusing to work in any capacity. So, unfortunately, people work through prosecutor jobs based on voluntary demand do not even have enough purchasing power to afford to attain their utmost lowest level basic needs that are relegated to the bottom tier of Maslow's hierarchy of need pyramid. On the other hand, welfare aristocrats who refuse to work in any capacity have unlimited money and unlimited benefits so they can indulge in experiencing the accoutrements of the high life in perpetuity. People who work with private sector jobs based on voluntary demand are mandated to subsidize the amenities the luxuries, the unlimited money, and the the unlimited benefits of welfare 
aristocrats. So, why would people have the impetus, have the drive to work when they're penalized if they work? They could attain a much higher standard of living, the highest possible standard of living by becoming welfare aristocrats. If you're a welfare aristocrat, you're able to receive unlimited money in tandem with unlimited benefits without having to work in any capacity to do so. On the other hand, if you work a real private sector job based on voluntary demand, you cannot even afford to attain your utmost lowest level basic needs a part of Maslow's hierarchy of needs pyramid. Because employee jobs do not pay anywhere close to even one-fourth of a subsistence wage. Even if you're to work a full-time job, you cannot even afford housing. Maybe at best you could afford to rent a shared room and eat once every three days at most due to not having a subsistence wage if you work a real private sector job based on voluntary demand. And if you're an entrepreneur, it's all the more cumbersome because there's typically no payoff on the front end for entrepreneurs, and there's no guaranteed payoff on the back end, and they don't have stipends, they don't have grants, there's no universal basic income, so they have recurring expenses, they have bills that need to be paid immediately, and they cannot defer, they cannot afford to um, defer generating revenue. So they wind up working these real private sector jobs based on voluntary demand that dispossess them of their time and that encroach on their ability to build up their recurring revenue streams that they need to build up to discharge their debts and pull themselves out of the muck and mire and get out of chronic poverty. Their money is transferred to welfare aristocrats who do not work in that capacity. The welfare aristocrats have unlimited money and, un and unlimited benefits as a result of refusing to work in any capacity. So people are keen on becoming welfare aristocrats. More people are exiting the real private sector. More people are exiting the real private sector workforce amid the great resignation in order to indulge in experiencing the accoutrements of the high life by becoming welfare aristocrats. If they qualify to become welfare aristocrats, they're set for life because they will have unlimited money in tandem with unlimited benefits by refusing to work in incapacity in this controlled market economy. I hope that you deem this video to be insightful and enthralling. Companies are all the less dependent on human laborers to maintain their business operations. They're able to perform their business operations with the usage of robots, artificial intelligences, algorithms, and automated processes. So they can generate record high profits even if they have skeleton crews.
for their employee workforces. I hope that you deem this video to be informative, and I hope that you were enlightened. Have a blissful day. Goodbye.